welcome to the Ag Watchers podcast. Uh, a little bit of a different host today. Same music, although I'm a little bit disappointed we didn't have just the two of us. There are three of us today. The best I could think of, fellas, was three blind mice, so we better not go with that. Uh, but it's a little bit different, the Ag Watchers podcast today, because it's an anniversary episode. You, you, can, sing, you can sing happy birthday to us, Warwick. Yeah, sing happy birthday to us, Warwick. I don't think you got the rights to that, guys. We probably don't want to end up in the courts. That's yeah. that's that's freeware, is it not? No, no. Oh, anyway, a uh, couple of years of doing the podcasts, so we're turning the tables on you. I'm Warwick Long. I host the Country Hour in Victoria for ABC Radio. And oh, what a I... nice plug that was! Exactly, what a plug. Yeah, exactly. Excellent. Professional at this. Today, I get to ask the questions of you. You too. How are you feeling? Are you nervous? Oh, just just shaking, shaking like a leaf in the wind. It's uh, it's always nervous, you know, talking to somebody from ABC, you know, a, a devout professional, somebody who's who's known as being a you know, both both city and country, you know, conversation course, hour, uh, yeah. conversation hour today, country hour today. That's it. That's it. The drive sometimes fills in for Raf on the drive program. I mean, it should be. We should be nervous. You know, we might be getting grilled. Somebody up and coming. Somebody who's going places, you know. We just don't know what those places are. Now, I don't know if you two are familiar with this, but we like to start these podcasts with a bit of a word association game. That's a good idea. A bit of a psychological test, if you will. Now, there are both of you, but I do. I'd I'd love an answer from you all on on all of our points. So um, maybe I'll ask a question. Andrew, you go first. Matt, you go second. Uh, That works. Um, so yep. he, I'll just say a word. First thing that comes to your mind, it can be a word or it can be a phrase. Okay? This, is, this yeah. is a fantastic yeah. idea. Great I idea. think it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. So Who if I start this? with uh, Ukraine. Oh, volatile. It's a human tragedy. Foot and mouth disease. It's an animal tragedy. <laughs> I was going to say that, but a... a, a a huge disaster if it gets in, but you know it may not. Black pudding. The breakfast of champions. It's a superfood. Crocs. Fashion. And a good stock pick. <laughs> um, gardening footwear. China. Teacups. <laughs> Incredibly important to Australia. Um, hotel biscuits. Lack of. Shortage. Shortage of supplies. Haggis. The lunch of champions. Um, it is a delicious food and many more should try it. I feel since we've made breakfast and lunch, I've got to find something else. Iron brew. <laughs> Cures hangovers. I don't think I've tasted iron brew yet, even though Andrew. Have you not? Yeah, I'm not a big soft drink drinker. You know, I like to keep myself in good shape. Too much sugar in it. Yeah, right. But how do you get over a hangover without that? Jeez. Uh, just don't, just don't let yourself um, come off the the alcohol. Yeah, just stay on it. <laughs> All right, these next three are important. <clears throat> really quick, fast answers. Matt, you can go first on this one. Andrew yeah. Whitelaw. Hey. Um, a pleasure to work with. Andrew, you've got to talk about yourself now. Oh. I'm a pleasure to work with. There, I agree. Perfect. Well, Andrew, you can go first on this. Matt Dalgleish. Terrible to work with. 
<laughs> just tries to, you know, Matt Dudley just tries to, you know, fit in where he can. Last one for both of you, Ag Watchers. <sighs> Bit of a laugh, isn't it? Yeah, it's uh, it's an enjoyable uh, enjoyable uh, chance for us to look at the markets in a different way. Well, I think you did quite well at that, guys. Well done. Uh, done it before. Mate, we've I'm, done I'm, this before. I'm, I'm glad you've introduced this to the podcast, Warwick. We might we might continue to use this ongoing. <laughs> well, it's a, a good idea. I'll send the check. Uh, I'll send the bill to you. Sorry. Uh, is, is that owned by ABC or is that? Uh... I think it's a personal property. Um, but anyway, I'll. Once I hear back from the copyright department, I'll have, have, I'll a, chat you know. with, have a chat with Ida and see what you can do. We will, we will have to. I mean, we might need to start doing more of these kind of plugs like Warwick did for his show and, and advertising on the podcast just so we can pay for Warwick's exorbitant fee for coming <laughs> on and, and, and presenting for our, for our two-year anniversary. So whatever it is, double it, guys. I think that would be handy, okay? <laughs> zero, um, zero, zero times zero. zero. <laughs> this is why I'm not the analyst and the economist. <laughs> um, should we start? You've mentioned, Matt, two-year anniversary, two years of Ag Watchers. Tell yes. us how it started. Um, well, um, obviously, uh, in a previous life, we were doing another podcast that was maybe a bit more corporate, I guess, but Andrew and I th- thought we'd like to continue doing a podcast, but have it. We, we get, we're lucky to have a lot of access to some really interesting people through our normal day jobs and um and and as you do like you know we, we get out and, uh, and and chat and sometimes there's um alcohol involved in that and we thought wouldn't it be nice to be able to share some of these chats we have over a beer with some of these interesting people in industry wouldn't it be nice to be able to share that with others you know and so we thought well, why don't we just do it as a as a hobby podcast i think that's how it started andrew wasn't it i guess, I guess like we, we started the podcast in the height of covid yeah hmm. we couldn't go to the mallow in ballarat anymore so we couldn't, we couldn't have a couldn't have a pint with each other after work, and uh, we just thought, well, why don't we just record it, have a bit of fun, and and it's like Matt said, the idea behind it is actually to have those interesting conversations that are longer form, so it's not like you know when you go on ABC and you speak for five minutes and then they cut everything away to ten seconds, <laughs> uh, and on, and only the bit that makes you sound like uh, you're an idiot, and. Um, but the idea is to get longer conversations. And also the idea is that if you can get interesting conversations that sort of almost educate and inform, but without people realizing that they're learning something. Yeah. Otherwise, I, you wouldn't, otherwise you wouldn't listen to it. And, and, and a little bit of a way for some of the, some of the listeners, there is a subset of <clears> listeners, <throat> Warwick, that we bump into from time to time now um, that, that really enjoy listening to the, to the Scottish Accent, I think, by the sound of it, they, they seem to be fans of the uh, of the rolling of the R's. Aye. <laughs> Have you ever considered putting on an accent of your own, Matt, or becoming more rocker or something like that? Ah, oh, g'day, mate. <laughs> yeah, no. Nah. Andrew can do that then, obviously. I've, I've I've been known from time to time to uh, to do an Irish or a Scottish accent, but it, it can't last very long because it is you know quite tricky to maintain, as Andrew's shown on a few of our earlier ones when he tried to turn up his accent it, it, it sounded a little bit peculiar i've got to sort of not if i try it gets worse we could we could try and do a podcast where i talk in the scottish accent and andrew talks in my australian twangs no, i think sure, the third sure. anniversary has been decided <laughs> hasn't it third anniversary uh, if, podcast if, if we make accent. it that long <laughs> um what's the do you, do you think the podcast is what you thought it was going to be when you started or is it different now? 
Uh, I reckon we thought it was going to be looser, actually. And <laughs> and it probably isn't as loose as I would like. Uh, but you know, we had no real preconceptions. The only thing that we've managed to maintain is ensuring, as you know, work, that it's extremely amateur. <laughs> and uh, and, and the, we, what we've also been able to maintain is that unscripted element. Like, we generally... We get asked, oh, can you give us the questions before? Some some people that we speak to, they might ask, can we get the questions beforehand? And you sort of say, no chance. We don't do it that way. That's not how we roll. And uh, but, but I think we've been lucky in that our guests are all, quote, unquote, knowledgeable about their areas. So if you're only, if you're only talking to them about the area, yeah, they should be able to talk about it without any filters. And so that's what we, we aim to do is get, get the right people on. And we've been lucky. Yeah, Matt, have. Have, have you been surprised by the success? It's been a, a good run for your podcast lately. Oh, oh look, I think I think Warwick, we've been real, like Andrew said, the, the guests we've had on that are they're quite knowledgeable, and we've been very fortunate sometimes with our timing. I think of getting the right people just at the right <clears> time, and and like Andrew was saying too, that the 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 way the podcast runs in being that informal chat, I think I think from what we hear back from some of the, you know, the feedback when we do um, speak to listeners, when we go to a conference or whatever, I'm surprised that, um, yeah, that, that, the, that people, the people listen the... to it. <laughs> like, yeah, well, like, you know, why? I... <laughs> I still don't get that. I don't understand why people would be interested to be honest. Like I enjoy it, but I enjoy doing it, but I could never listen to it. Yeah. That's because it's hard to listen to you and your Scottish brogue. True. But um, but but no, I, I I kind of I'm a bit surprised sometimes just because um, you forget what you say, Warwick, because as Andrew said, it's not scripted, and um, we've done a few of them now, and you, and you kind of forget. So you have people coming up to you occasionally that you don't haven't met before, but they clearly know who you are, and and um, that that kind of you kind of then you have to remember, oh yeah, that's right. They, they listen and they say, I oh, listen to the podcast, and then you realise what they know all about you. But uh, but although, I think you know, although we did have a bit of a funny one the other day, and. In Sydney, when somebody suggested a great podcast to listen to on FMD, and they should, I should definitely have a listen to it. You should definitely have a listen to this podcast. It's called these guys oh, called no. Ag Watchers. So someone suggested it to you, not knowing it was you. Yeah, and then I said, <laughs> Nah, I've heard of them, but they're a bunch of idiots. And said, No, 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 it was a good podcast. And then I pointed to my name tag, and then it twigged. I didn't really. I would have thought they would have picked up the accent, but maybe it was I'd softened the accent a little bit for the networking event. You're so famous <clears> that you're suddenly not the only Scottish person people know. They think they need to tell you your podcast to, well, uh, about the other podcast. They probably didn't think I was Scottish. They probably thought I was Irish. Irish, like yeah, that's what we normally get. Irish, but, but we do we do get feedback. Sure, it's not sure, all positive. Sure. We do get negative feedback. What's some of the negative negative feedback you've had? Well, when I say we get negative feedback, it's always the same negative feedback. Andrew talks too much. I talk too much. <laughs> Shut up, Andrew. <laughs> like uh, yeah. there was somebody pointed out a few weeks ago, uh, Matt asks a guest a question and then Andrew proceeds to answer it on behalf of the guest. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, so, I'm happy for that to happen though because I do, from, from meeting some of these, that, that subset, is a small, that cohort of fans, there is a there is a growing cohort of fans that like to listen to Andrew's accent, so you know I'm happy I'm happy to ride along the coattails of the of the Scotch brogue nonsense. But it's yeah I don't know it's fun that's the main thing and 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 I think 
what we've tried to avoid is by keeping it loose and keeping it amateur. A, we don't have any costs, as you know, Warwick. <laughs> and um, apart from paying your appearance fees. And then... You tripled, uh, Neil. Tripled. Yeah. <clears throat> and so we've got that. And, uh, and yeah, we just have fun with it. But that's why we don't want sponsors and all that kind of stuff, because it becomes just that little bit sort of, uh, I don't know, loses its edge, I guess. Mm. Mm. All right. Yeah. What's the best guest you've had in the last two years? Oh, Warwick Long. Episode. Oh, yeah. Episode. No, Andrew, you talk too much. We've decided that. <laughs> yeah. Matt's going to yeah. answer. I'm, uh, yeah. Warwick's going to give me a bit more of a, a free run. Uh, look, <laughs> I, I think, uh, and it's one I've plugged a few times actually. I mean, the, the, the one we did most recently with Mark Skip was good because of the nature of the importance of that message. But that, but was, a, I th- that, that was a timing, though. Yeah. But I think the one that I, I really, that, that I knew was going to be interesting, but I didn't realise just how interesting it was going to be, and to a degree shocking was uh, was John Blackburn, the, the, the retired Army Air Force Deputy Chief, I think he is, and now on the um, and now on the committee looking at um, you know climate based stuff, but also national security and talking about the the fuel reserves in Australia or lack thereof of fuel reserves. Um, that was probably one that I knew that there was an issue there, but I didn't understand the depth of the issue, and. Um, yeah, so that was that was one that I really both enjoyed, but also found really interesting. What about you, Andrew? You got a serious answer? I've always got a serious answer. I'm just looking. We actually, as analysts, we keep stats. So I've got the uh, the updated list as of the end of May of all the guests. We have had 86 guests on the podcast, and look, I think I'm not going to choose one because I think all the guests have been fantastic. Oh, geez, I should have thought of that. That's good. Yeah. Um, but I would say. The ones that stuck out to me were uh, probably, I'm just thinking, Packed in Park. <laughs> Is that because we're going to get some haggis from That's because we're going to get free haggis uh, next time we go to that area. But I think the one that the, probably... The live, the live one with uh Yeah, Elena I was going to say, there's and, two of them that Nasha. stuck to mind yeah. was we did that uh, live one on Twitter Spaces, which I haven't done in a while because it's too hard. Yeah. Uh, and that was on the day of the Ukrainian invasion. So we had Masha and Elena on. And that was just, that went on for maybe two and a half hours, I think. But it was, it was just, I don't know, so raw. And then I think the other one was the one a couple of weeks after when we spoke to Elena about her leaving Ukraine. And that was, like, I like to think of myself as relatively, you know, relatively tough Scotsman. And that brought tears to my eyes. I could barely barely hold myself together when we're talking to her. But that was just, a, again, another raw story of, of her escape from, from Ukraine. So I, I put those two. And uh, also Malcolm Bartholomew's mm. on his final day of working. That was really interesting to get his insights. I could go through the list, and I reckon it's just, we've been lucky. So many good ones. You know, it's like, you know, it's like Warwick. You should, you should have asked us the one we didn't enjoy. Yeah, but yeah. No, well, but it's go like on. Us asking, it's, but it's like us asking you, Warwick, what's your favourite story besides the pigeon milk story that that you, you're breaking kind of you know information on that one. But you would, you know, it's a bit hard. to like trying to say, well, who's your favourite child? <laughs> no, my answer is Me. pigeon milk, so it's easy. I've got one answer for you, Matt. That's fine. Um, uh, Andrew, important question: Who was the worst guest? Ah, oh, who was the worst guest? Oh, I've, 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 I've got someone. I've got. When I when I'm, we do just, like, we'll doing just the two of us. That's yeah. the worst one. <laughs> I was say, it's usually the one where it's just Matt, actually. 
He, what, he talks too much, does he? Matt talks too much. He's always talking over me. Uh, who, this is your chance to put in the pitch. Who's the ideal guest? Who's the perfect guest that you'd love to have on in the next year of the podcast? Jeez, we've already got you on work. I want to know yeah. who your white whale is. Who are you, who are you chasing through the oceans? Well, we were chasing for a while. We have been, we have been chasing one that's, that's uh, commi- committed, committed Murray informally. Watt. Yeah, Murray's committed. That's the one I think. You no, know, we said some what's up, bro? Yeah, what's and, up? Uh, and what's up, what? And uh, he did on Twitter, and so it's it's written in print. He did say he would come on. And You've he's had trouble getting handy. agriculture ministers, though, haven't you? <laughs> <laughs> well, we've, had, we've, we've tried our best over the years, but... You know, we shall see. Uh, he's he's put, he's put his flag in the sand. And he said he's looking forward to coming on. But look, it's not like going on ABC, is it? Where you can just jump on ABC and have a five-minute yarn. You got to prepare. You know, you got to you got to make sure you're in the zone. And he's only new to ag. He's been so, very busy. He's been very busy with FMD and lumpy skin. Oh, and come on, mate. Mark Ship was busy on the day that it came to uh, Bali, and he still took forty-five minutes to chat to us. Well, uh, you know, I'm just saying. He needs to get, you, his, priori- he needs, somebody- he needs to get his priorities right. <laughs> <laughs> do, do you ever get somebody who's uh, of clearly not done their research and you start your word association game or you start getting yeah. a little bit loose and you see them look like a deer in the headlights? Often. I think we're, we, we've had, we're, remember we had Jay on, Jay from the Glitter. Yes. And uh, so, so he's, he's pretty big in the US. And so he has a media team. And so the media team didn't really brief him that well. And so we had a chat. We just said it's, it's informal. And then we, we had, did a sport association. And then afterwards he said, God, I wasn't expecting that, but that was a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, no, he, he very quickly, I think he very quickly understood the tone. But he was good. He was good. He kind of settled in and, and kind of gave, gave a few little funny quips here and there as well. So it doesn't take too much. And look, Andrew's saying as well before that, if you know your topic and you're happy to have a bit of a laugh, but also talk seriously and talk to you, talk to your strengths, it's it's not too tricky to be on. But I think that's the thing. Like somebody said, what did somebody say to me the other day? They said, "You guys are a pair of affable idiots." <laughs> Which I thought, and it was meant as a compliment. I think uh, I'll, I'll take the affable bit, but I'm not necessarily idiots. But we do cover a lot of serious topics. We just try and make it a bit of bit of fun. Well, yeah, that's the thing. I mean, the, the data we look at and the economics behind that can be incredibly dry and boring. And so I think to make it accessible and to make it interesting to people, you've got to be able to try and deliver it in, a, in hopefully somewhat of an entertaining way as well. Yeah, at least. but let, let's look at it, though. When do we ever talk about markets? We're supposed to talk about markets, but we barely ever talk about markets. Oh, I think we, we, oh, talk, about, we talk about factors barely. that impact upon markets, apart mm. from when we had... When oh, we had shit. Jackie, what was Jackie? Um, oh, what was it the, the surname escapes me? That, that, that did the um, Jackie Peacock. Peacock, that's it. That did yeah. the. Uh, that was agricultural. The Fink, the Fink Desert Race. Yeah, that, that, was, was, that, that, was... that wasn't really market related, but it was an interesting story, nevertheless. Uh, Gabby Chan was good. That's another one. She, she that, interviewed yeah. us. Uh, <laughs> I like Andrew's going to mention eighty-six names in the next few minutes, just in in answering every different question about who was good and who was great. I, I like this. I like, uh, as you mentioned, though, COVID was when you started this, so we've had a pandemic, we've had loss of agricultural markets overseas, we've now got the risk of foot and mouth disease, also varroa mite in the country as well. It's actually some pretty big 
structural issues to agriculture that uh, the industries have faced during two years of a podcast here. What are some of the things that you think we're going to be talking about in the next two years? I can guarantee in the next two years, I'm gonna, I'm actually gonna, I'm gonna go further out, yeah. Yeah. I'm, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna get the crystal ball out and see what we're gonna be talking about in ten years. Yeah. In twenty years, we're still gonna be talking about black pudding. We're still gonna be talking about haggis, <laughs> and we're still gonna be talking about Crocs on every episode. And biscuits in hotels. And biscuits in hotels. Yeah. Unless or they lack, can start or to lack fix their things. Off. Or lack thereof of biscuits. It's, it's, That's the thing. The hotel should listen. Any hotel hoteliers and people in that field should listen up because there's been a distinct change to how generous hotels he, he, are becoming. He, he, here's an idea, Matt, right? Mm-hmm. We'll mm-hmm. set up a Twitter account, Hotels and Biscuits, biscuits and Hotels, and yeah. we'll rate all the hotels and get people to send in where there's biscuits available and we'll name and shame. Cookie Watcher. I've started Cookie doing Watcher. that. I've, I've started doing that. I've started naming and shaming online. Just you know, because it's a, I think it's a, been a significant change. Maybe it's maybe. I want I want to point out, and we went to we went to Sydney, and we were sharing a sharing a room on uh, for three days. <laughs> yeah, that, we've started doing that now sometimes just because we're psychos for punishment. No, we we yeah. two separate rooms, but in an apartment. Yeah, well, that's of course. Yeah, I'm glad you're clarifying but, that. But yeah. we we didn't want to use one of the rooms, obviously. <laughs> uh, no point having to make them change the beds, <laughs> um, and so and so we went to a shop. Or use or use the heating. Or use the heating, yeah. <laughs> Save the environment, you know. Mm. Head head to toe, or uh, spoons. And so we went to we went to the shop nearby, a little Seven <laughs> Eleven, and we got biscuits. We did. We got, got a pack some, of uh, digestive biscuits, yeah. Yeah. And and you left the hotel before me, and uh, I looked at the packet of digestive biscuits, yeah. And there was one left, and I only had one. Over the over the three days, so uh, you, yes. need to cal- you need to calm down, mate. <laughs> wow, well, well, that's why I'm they're ju- important. Yeah, I'm ju- exactly right. I'm just making up. And that's what I'm saying. I think there's been a definite trend of fewer and fewer biscuits, and and I'm even noticing now, Warwick, which is a real surprise to me, because in the old days the city hotels were always a bit stingy, but I am finding now in some country and rural hotels. They're becoming you know, equally as stingy, which do, do, you know, do, it's do, not the country way, Warwick. Do you know that you know that people say that Scottish people are stingy, yeah? Which is not actually true. That's that's a fallacy, FYI. If you go and stay at my mother's Airbnb and father's, sorry, sorry, dad. Yeah. Um, but my dad doesn't actually do anything, so it's all down to my mum. Uh, you'll get caramel wafers, which is a more of a chocolate biscuit. You'll get tablet. And you'll oh, people, get, people, and, people won't know. And people won't get, know what tablet is. You have to describe what tablet is. Condensed, it's like a, it's like a what, fudge type thing, isn't it? Fudge mm, kind of condensed milk or sugar, and a bottle of wine. So, so there you go. Don't get that in Australia, do you, mate? Ready. So, mate, Australians. What's the best hotel biscuit then, mate? What's what's the? Uh, it's absolutely got to be the, the the country cookers. Has to be, you know. That's uh, and in fact. Uh, Warwick, and speaking of some of the benefits of the podcast, I was presenting last month, I think it was now, in um, Narracourt in South Australia for uh, MLA's meetup gig and Pinion Advisory were running that. And the team at Pinion, they were so nervous about the prospect of lack of biscuits that um, that they arranged, they bought a whole pack of the country cookers uh, for me to, to make sure I was going to be suitably looked after. But that, that, that hotel in Narracourt actually already had a nice selection of Arnott's, you know, the two-pack Arnott's ones. So they, they were already pulling their weight amply 
I'd give that a four star for the Arnott's type because uh, sometimes you get a, a shortbread in that, you know, the, the scotch finger, you know. Um, but yeah, the, the cookers was uh, was a very nice touch from that. Right. From that you know, when well. you get online and there's Google reviews that are like one or two sentences, and then there's always someone who, who writes a book. Matt is strikes me as the guy who writes <laughs> 500 words on the quality of biscuits at the hotel as part of his review. Despite what Andrew mentioned about my eating the uh, digesters, which that's probably a factual description of what happened. Um, but I actually don't have them at home. We don't have biscuits at home. It's just, I don't know what it is. It must be just a curious thing that when I go to a hotel, I expect to see biscuits there so that I just turn into a cookie monster. But at home, uh, not so much. I like to see green tea. And that is, that is my thing. But I would say they're still not as good as Scottish ones. You go to Mamizon in Glasgow and uh, you'll get Walker shortbread. And it'll be replaced every day and you can ask for more if you see the lady. That's a bit dry of a biscuit compared to a cooker though. Yeah, no. The, proper, no, proper no butter jam. shortbread. Yeah. No jam inside. Oh, you know, no raspberry nonsense. jam inside. Nonsense. So, I mean, it's too, you know, too decadent, you guys. We might, we, we should try and see if we can get someone <clears> from cook, cookers to come on to the podcast and see if they can... You know, push 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 out. Uh, you know, because I have seen in a few hotels, Warwick, people have shown on online that there are a handful of ones that do have those little two two pack cookers. You know, that that that'd be the gold standard, I reckon. I don't think I've ever been to a hotel yet that's had that, but I do know there's one in Bendigo that does that with the cookers. But so I did I notice, to... I did notice that I did go to a hotel in Canberra, and it cost me four hundred dollars for one night's accommodation because it was the only place available. No, it was three hundred and sixty. Sorry. And no biscuits either. And you think it doesn't doesn't take cost much to throw a couple of biscuits in there. Especially when you're paying so much. Mm. Another formal, serious question. You can start with this if you want. Andrew, if you weren't presenting the Ag Watchers podcast and an agricultural analyst, you would be? Somebody asked me this the other day. Uh, I facetiously said I'd be a male model, but that's clearly... uh, I thought you a, 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 a before model. I thought you were um, going to say that you'd apply for those jobs in the ABC that you saw over in Albany. No, he said if I wasn't working in ag. No, or, you could be an no, ABC no. rural reporter. Oh That's yeah, okay. ABC. Well, well, I, well, I sort of started putting my name forward. I thought, you know, maybe, maybe I could. You know, what's the, the there's 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 a lot of there's, there's a severe lack of diversity in ABC. Um, like I haven't had a single ABC journalist with a Scottish accent. No, oh, we've got a lot of Northern Irish. Yeah, this, but uh, that's the same is thing, it, isn't it? Mangan? What's Mangan? Is it, what's her name? Um, Sinead? Sinead Mangan. That's it. Yeah, she, yeah so that's the same accent. Same accent. Is she in rural? She presents Australia wide for us. Jane Barden, who used to be our Canberra, yeah. uh, well, the Kath Sullivan, a few uh, people before Kath Sullivan. She uh, she was from, I think she's Northern Irish. Um, so, it's yeah. same as same as Andrew. I yeah. could do Northern Irish as well, but it ends up being Jerry Adams. <laughs> Shut your mouth. Do as you're told there. <laughs> so I'm not going to say anything else so I don't get myself in fact. trouble. So, but Warwick, yeah, and, you know, was, he had loads of time on his biscuits. <laughs> um, <laughs> what, 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 is, what is the chances, right, of a uh, illiterate Scotsman getting a chance at an ABC rural gig. Should, should, I be, should I be considering it, you know? 
Look, I would suggest hi, and I'm happy to have this conversation with you, but it's me interviewing you, so you can stop asking the questions, Andrew. Well, interview uh, me. Like, yeah, you know, no, I'm cutting you, know, pro- you off. Properly, properly to... work interview me. You know? Andrew, what, be What's quiet. your hobbies? You talk too much. It's Matt's turn to talk. You Matt, know what the, pro- the problem is here, Warwick, is you don't have the little thing where on, the, on no, your screen. No, no, you can see <laughs> me looking for it. <laughs> you can turn him down. You know, just turn him down when he's starting to rant. I'll take that as a comment. Thanks very yeah. much, Andrew. Yeah. Exactly. It, it, well, at least you're not on the, you're not got the text line working. <laughs> um, Matt, what would you be if you weren't looking at markets and being an ag watcher? Yeah, um, that's a tricky one. So I've, I've actually had a few career changes as well in the past, so I don't think I'd go back to any of those in a hurry. But if it's outside of markets, um, I'd probably um, I'd probably bloody do a trade or something. Where I, I, I quite enjoy. I've, I've had a few goes in the in the past at renovating and building. Um, so yeah, maybe, although that, I'd need to be a bit younger. I'm getting a bit old for that now. So neither of uh, you said pig farmer. No, <laughs> no, no, no. I don't know, but, but going back to like, I've had my whole career has been in ag, I guess, like from 19 or something. I don't know. Maybe carpenter. Yeah. That's what, that's, that's exactly what I was thinking. Like a, a framer and house builder, but I mean, that's a you know, hard, hard yakker. And I'm getting a bit old for that now. Now that my metabolic age, Warwick Long, is 55. Um, well, I'm, I'm, mine's yeah. 31, so I'm okay. i got years ahead of me. And in fact, I don't think I showed you this, Matt, but I was used in the promo video for my gym. FYI. As you can see, that picture on Instagram, if you like, with my rippled muscles. <laughs> I'm going there right now. Do you, uh, uh, do you go into the gym wearing a kilt, Andrew, and looking like, like some character out of Highlander or something? I've considered it, you know, you know, when it's, uh, when it's, uh, what do you call it? Uh, max rep day, you know, a bit, bit, bit of free flowing. We've got the free balling. So. Well, I had Matt down as being the new head of the Australian biscuits in hotels lobby. So I got that wrong. And I had Andrew down as being the head of a political movement that uses apps for voting because I heard you wax lyrical on that in a previous podcast. Absolutely. Too, but... I think they've actually closed down now, unfortunately. So <laughs> well, I'm there's a restart it. opportunity for you. Opportunity for you there. Yeah, neither of us, neither of us said we'd go into politics. Did we? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a, uh, but no, I don't know. Like, what would you do work? I'm not asking. I'm the one no. asking the questions here. Remember? Fair so, enough. Yeah. This is, this is what you do. Is there any? Do Do you need to update your listeners on anything agricultural or FMD or any charts? There's nothing happening. It's so quiet at the moment. <laughs> there's, 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 seriously, there's nothing to talk about in ag. There is nothing to see here. <laughs> that we um, We kind of we, we went on a bit of a hobby tangent there. Because there was a question you asked that I didn't get a chance to say when when Andrew was talking about talking about Crocs and he, he's actually and, the uh, most mentioned guest. The Chris Hoiberg, Hoiberg. Chris Chris Hoiberg. yeah, also known as Ryan. Um, <laughs> but uh, when you said about what we're going to talk about in the next few years or so, I, I think it is. It, I know a lot of focus is on uh, FMD at the moment, Warwick, but I think um, I think lumpy skin as 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 is starting to become more spoken about. The risk factor there is quite high compared to FMD, so. Hopefully we don't get it, but um, I think of the two diseases, that's, that's got a fair chance of potentially getting in, which would be a disaster. So hopefully we're not speaking about it, but that's one of the things on the livestock space I'd be concerned about. But, but coming back to it, yeah, one of the things I like about ag, and that's the only thing that keeps me in it because it's not the wage, uh, absolutely, 
is as he sits on his golden throne for the podcast mm. he's got a just, golden headset like so john laws i'm just just I'm a, I'm a man of the people you know but but the reality is there is always something interesting happening yeah like if you if you look back yeah i was just looking back in the last couple of months yeah of Things in the media, yeah? You've got Ukraine, you've got FMD, lumpy skin disease, live export, new government, uh, logistical problems, all sorts of... I remember even... even It wasn't long ago, we were at the ABARES conference with you in Canberra, February 2020? Yeah. COVID was actually... When COVID was just starting. And I remember we did an interview with you live in Canberra. and, And I spoke about how COVID was the biggest disruptor to trade since the Second World War. And I remember at the time, my uh, our previous owners pulled us up on it and said that was scaremongering and blah, 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 blah. And it was over the top. Lo and behold, I was pretty right. Andrew anyway. White Laurie keeps the receipts. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Sri yes. Lanka, like there's so much to talk about. There's loads happening in Australia, but there's loads happening elsewhere. So that's the beauty of markets, and that's I think that's why, yeah, why we're so uh, interested in, and, and enjoy doing what we do because there is always something. something but act smaller as well, though. You know everybody eventually, mm. Mm. so you can pick up the phone and have a chat with somebody overseas about something, pick their brain, and then, and then go through it. And it's a time, yeah, where things have been more volatile, whether they're going shooting up or coming down. So people are looking for more information from people like you right now, yeah? Well, and all of our other competitors. It's an open market with lots of people with views. Fortunate timing, though. Fortunate timing in terms of setting up, like I said, setting up the Ag Watchers podcast a couple of years back, also beginning the new uh the new gig with TEM, it was, we've been very, you know, it's not, it's not a nice thing sometimes to have all that volatility and uncertainty from a producer perspective, but from an analyst perspective and as someone that watches the markets, um, it makes for really interesting times. And, and it also means that people are, you know, wanting to, to, you know, to talk to us, to see what we, our thoughts are, to see what kind of strategy we can give. So it's been, um, it's been a really, a really interesting time and, and a really, um, you know, kind of exciting time for us. Oh, we've been so, lucky though. We've been lucky because we can. We don't have any talking points or anything like that. We can just talk what we think is an important thing to talk about. We've who gets real... asked to do more media interviews or gets more calls from people to talk Matt. between Matt and Andrew? No, I, I reckon it's equal. Oh yeah, it, it can. It, it's it swings around about. So it depends on the topic. So there are times where Andrew will get a swag of ones um, because it's more in his field, and then it might roll back to me. Just because well, it's more maybe in- maybe this is what we should be doing. Like we I try, think it would be on balance. We- I think it's Andrew because he's you know the the uh, what is it? If, I think actually Warwick, you're one that said to me that that um, having the interesting accent, you know, it's, it's a bit it's handy to have an interesting accent on on your own, uh, you know, kind of um, country hour stuff or whatever you're. Well, you're I've, I've, I've finally got on the country hour today. You know, I, I never really get on. I've been I've been sort of persona non grata for some time from ABC. Must have, must have been something I said, but maybe we should be tracking. You know, we, we, we keep a track of our media. We we do a fair old bit. I, I still think it's it makes it 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 changes. So one month, obviously, invasion of Ukraine. There's going to be more interest in grains, but then FMD. There'll be more interest in livestock, and uh, it just switches back and forth. 
Yeah, but I, I think yeah, the accent helps. I think I think on balance, I reckon Andrew would would uh, would pit me at the post. I think I because um, like you said, yeah, that's it. And uh, as you've said before, if I work, if you don't get him on regularly, then your mum will get annoyed at you. <laughs> mum does <laughs> like Andrew's accent. Uh, Andrew, as, as does that... my sister, as does yeah. my sister, yeah. and and many many other um, cohort of fans. I was speaking about in the, just before. There's quite a few that that like to um, to listen. Yeah, the, the genre a bit more. <laughs> uh, Andrew, do you get more crap for your accent in Australia or in Scotland when you go home? <laughs> I reckon. I reckon I get. I'm. I'm, a, I'm in the sort of purgatory. I'm sort of on the boat in between uh, here and the after place, and uh, I tend to when I'm in Scotland, everyone says, "Oh, you sound like Alf Stewart <laughs> from, from Neighbours." <laughs> And then when I'm in here, everybody thinks I sound like Begbie from Trainspotting or, or at worst, buddy Mel Gibson in Braveheart. But, yeah, I get, I get flack from both sides now. And I don't know. I, I, I have had int- – there's been interesting points. There's been a few comments that have been verging beyond the banter. Um, you know, I'm a victim of, of racism. Um, but I can't understand your stupid effing accent. <laughs> but the but the reality is, uh, the only thing I get offended by is how many people think I'm Irish. Uh, the same as same as you guys all sound like Kiwis. But that I'll tell you, I tell, I tell you one thing. of that that theory, isn't he? I was talking to my dear mother last night, and and she watches all these Aussie programs on TV, so it makes her know what's happening in Australia. You know, because she's got a son out there, so she watches all these like genuine programs that give you real insight into Australian culture, you know, like Homes Down Under, Border Security, RBT, Opal Hunters. Uh, but she does say she has to watch it with subtitles because you can't pick up your accents. Oh. And if, I'm, she... if, if, if she's over here and she wants a coffee, I have to order it for her because she feels nervous ordering from an Aussie. Then I explain that most of the baristas are bloody Irish anyway, so she should be fine. As long as she gets a biscuit when she's in the hotel, that's the main thing. Uh, yeah, uh, You've seen just the two of us for your special podcast between the two of you. Are there any other song covers you've been requested up, to do? Coming up soon. We're, we have. We're in the, in we've, in actually got, we've actually got the lyrics written down for one. We've got some rebranded lyrics that are, but we can't give away too much. No, but we were, we did, we, I mean, not that we like to script too much, but at the hotel in Sydney just this week that we oh. shared the room, the two we did have a bit of a bit of a practice run on a few new new songs just to see how the harmonies went for it. So that was uh, that was after a few a few uh, sherbets and uh, a few barley waters, and uh, I think it was we, we sort of looked at a few songs. We still got the lyrics from that one. It's mm-hmm. Scottish Scottish themed song. Yes, I rewarded to talk about ag and. Uh, no, we've got a few coming up, I reckon. We might mix it, but it's hard to do those. That took us about two hours to put together. <laughs> and that's that's longer than the time you spend on a podcast. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, no, because it's, it's just trying to get, get the right balance uh, of 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 tone. You know, like we didn't want to. You can't. You, it's a bit like. Uh, oh, actually, we did try and go to a karaoke bar too, didn't we? So, didn't <laughs> no, we, we could knock back. <laughs> They said, oh, have you got a booking? And we said, no. He says, oh, sorry, it's all booked. And then we were standing on the phone looking for where next to go. And a group came in. And the guy said, have you got a booking? And they said, no. And he said, oh, I'll, I'll sort you out. <laughs> I was like, oh, 
fair enough. Uh, well, clearly he's not on on the list to get your album. Why well, doesn't? Uh, he, why doesn't know? Can't hurt him. <laughs> hey, oh, get a lot, it's an agricultural podcast. You talk a lot about uh, markets and so forth. Um, how do you feel? You you spend a lot of time speaking to media about agriculture too. How do you think agriculture's thought of its place in Australia right now? If you mean from non-agricultural people, yeah, or from, from, from metropolitan ag? areas, how do you think they feel about agriculture right now? I'll send you a text. I'll show you a text message. Yeah, it's a bit hard uh, to do on a podcast. I'll, I'll I'll read it out. You know, I, I think it's well covered. There's a lot of people talking about how oh, you know, there's nobody in the city knows about FMD, blah blah. It is saturated in the city. I got a message from a mate of mine's. Uh, was in the gym tonight and the news came on of the speakers and heard you refer to as pig farmer Andrew Whitelaw. Pig rooter more like. And uh, so that's somebody in the city who's picked it up. And you've had the same. You've had people that you work with in the banks who have said, oh, I heard you on the radio. Yeah, so that's like, true. It does that's get true. there. But I still think agriculture <coughs> in Australia is still well considered compared to, say, the UK. Nobody gives a monkey's about farmers in the UK because there's a perception that they're all just wealthy Range Rover driving, you know, hobby farmers. Whereas in it, Australia, there's still a strong connection. And when, when like, like Matt and I both, like I've got a lot of friends who are non-agriculture and I try and maintain that. And you tend to get a lot of people who sort of say, well, that's really exciting that you're in agriculture or whatever, well, or they're interested in it. Um, but I don't know. What do you think, Matt? Yeah, I don't know. Is that, is that, I wasn't. I, was, I kind of was reading your query a different way around. I thought you were meaning what's the view of agriculture as a Matt, sector. Matt, he's not a professional. He doesn't get his oh, questions yeah, right. Yeah. So <laughs> give I, him I some gonna... slack. Jesus, is that right? Well, what, first what time. You, what you think? You answer what... it however you'd like to answer it. You, you tell us. How do you think agriculture's view? Uh, look, I, I think um, I think there's there is a from the average kind of punter in the city, like Andrew was kind of saying. There's a that they look fondly towards people within ag because I think they understand the importance of the sector. But I do, I do sometimes wonder, and it's hard when you were going through issues like FMD or certainly when we, you know, when we had the drought in New South Wales in 2019, I do sometimes find that there's a lot of, um, it's, and maybe this is true of the news more generally, I guess, as well, is that there's that focus on disaster and, and, and problems all the time. So I wonder how much people in the city realize that that yes ag can be tough but it can also be really enjoyable and rewarding as well and, it, and it's a, like coming not coming from the sector originally and coming into the sector like I, I reckon it's a great place to work even despite the fact that we have hard times sometimes because you know generally speaking the people are pretty good and you get to get out and see the countryside which is nice and the you know it's, and it's interesting because there's so many roles you can do in it so I think it'd be nice sometimes to have a little bit more maybe good news stories about ag from time to time um, you know, so that people in the city can can see see what you can do in ag, and maybe you know encourage more people to consider it as a career. Nah, life, but, you know, nah. that'd be good. We want to, what we want to make sure is, you know, fine, come in and get a job in ag, blah blah blah. Just we don't want to encourage any more analysts coming in. You know, it's true. Su- supply and demand. It's true. That's why we keep telling everyone how bad the pay is and how long the hours are. <laughs> Work hard and less. <laughs> All right, couple of quick questions, and we'll stop if you'd like. Uh, what commodity do you think people should be watching closely for the Pigeon next milk. couple of months? Pigeon milk, Matt. Um, commodity in the next couple of months. Uh, I am quite keen on um, on uh, 
goats. I think goats are, you know, and hopefully, mm. you know, we don't get, we don't okay, get any no. FMD in, but, um, <laughs> but I think, uh, I think goats, <laughs> goat, the goat industry is a, a still an up and coming sector. I think there's a lot of potential there. So, you know, a bit like with sheep meat, but goats are even more, more kind of, uh, you know, I think they've got more upside. Uh, I think the, the serious one, I guess, the non-pigeon milk one. I still think the uh, obviously the grain market is going to be really interesting for the next twelve months. I think in the next week, if we see Ukraine open, that will be a lot of pressure on grain prices, and that's been my big concern over the last twelve months. Is we've had these high input prices, and whilst grain prices have stayed high, that's okay. But if we start to see a drawdown in uh, the grain price, then we might start to see. Uh, a bit of a cost price squeeze. Best conference to attend. You guys have been to a few. Right. Does this count as a conference? Can, can we ex- include it? Oh, okay. I've got two questions for you. Best industry event and best conference. So you oh, can right. name well, that's yeah, easy. No, that's that's easy. Best, best industry event is card easy. night. Card night. Yep. <laughs> but a lot, of people won't know, a lot of people won't know what card night is. It's a wool industry event that's very exclusive. I'm already looking forward to next year, though, <laughs> and it was and it was only two weeks ago. Yeah, um, but but in terms of conference, I I, I quite like um, the MLA uh, red red meat conference that they do, and partially because there's some, a lot of good information in it, but mostly because the food is exceptional. <laughs> being a being a red meat event, Co- conferences. I don't know. There's, there's always good bits and bad bits about each of them. Like the good bits are generally when we're speaking. Um, so that's pretty helpful. Uh, I enjoyed I enjoyed Monday night's uh, panel at New South Wales Farmers. There was a, a sort of networking event. They had us speaking with a whole bunch of other people. That was good because it was a bit, you know, ad libbed. It was good. I liked the uh, Wolf Conference. That was good. Uh, VFF Conference was good. ABES is, is a great one to for networking as well. I think that's really good because mm. it's you know, centrally located in Canberra there. With, uh, but it's not. Some, it's online though, isn't it now? Yeah, well, I th- I'd like to see ABES go back. Uh, yeah, the online was a bit tricky. I'd like Because it's such a good networking event, I'd like to see ABES consider going back to the uh, in-person. Cause in, remember, Innovation, Innovation Generation is a good conference, but we weren't presenting that this year. That's, but it's still a good conference. Um. I don't like the online conferences anymore. Like, oh no, I don't mind online conferences. I really don't like hybrid online conferences. So conferences when someone's beaming in, beaming in to yeah. a live crowd—that's too hard. Hey, hey Matt, do you, you notice that you... Andrew's just naming every conference again because he doesn't correct. want to pick one over the other? Correct, correct, correct. I'm a diplomat. Um, Diplomat, but um, yeah. Warwick, everyone knows you, that you get you get to a few yourself, Warwick, and um, I, I know you've been you know at ABS quite a few times. Do you? Do you I really, I really like that Agribusiness Australia one at the CBRE office. Really good compare. <laughs> oh, must, must, must have been a corporate gig. Uh, best, best, and worst thing about your podcast hosting partner. <laughs> um, so. The best, the best thing I think is the uh, is the humour because he does he does make me laugh a lot of the times because I'm not expecting what he's going to say next. And the wor- <laughs> that one at the at the VFF conference. What with the uh, I don't even think it was that funny, but you could continue. <laughs> yeah, I, I did. We were on we were at the VFF conference pre- uh, presenting the live. I podcast. can't remember what it was. He said about the cows in Bali. <laughs> <laughs> 
And there are cows on the beach. C- in cows with bad skin on the beach. Yeah, it's not, the, not the first time we've had a cow with bad skin on the beach in Bali. Yeah, so, so that 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 did um that things like that make make me laugh um, when he comes out with silly things that I'm not expecting. So that that's a good thing. Uh, and the bad thing is, yeah, I think you have to agree that sometimes trying to get a word in is um is tricky. Right, oh well, here we go, you dickhead. Um, <laughs> so. No, I reckon genuinely Matt and I have got a good relationship. I'll tell you a story about our relationship, yeah? And only a few people know this because I only mention it when I start to have a few beers. Is Matt and I have been working together since 2016. And I thought he hated me right up until about 2019. Because mm. he was such a Nancy bloody <laughs> aggressive, angry person. And I genuinely thought that. And then it was only in the later period of, of us working together, I realized he's actually an all right bloke. I'm not a, mo- I'm not a morning person, Warwick. So he's a terrible yeah. morning person. And, he, and what he always used to say to me is, oh, I don't have breakfast or lunch. I don't need it. And then you'd be like, you do need it because you're, you're just grumpy. Like, you're just terrible. Up, even this morning, I phoned him, sure, sure. Pick up the phone. Yep, yep, sure. And maybe it's a British thing. We've got a little bit more sort of, I don't know. <laughs> A bit of waffle in us, uh, but sure, sure. <laughs> yeah, well, did you know now not to call me out until after 11 o'clock? Oh, well, or now you know to have breakfast. Uh, so that was the good bits. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, but the good bits is we both get along well and, yeah. and we can have banter and we can we can have chat and we can we've only fell out once recently. <laughs> uh, but we won't mention that. Um, and the, but I think the negative parts is, is the, the sort of mirror image of me. And he doesn't talk enough. All right. Okay. Yeah. So he, he, like, I don't know whether Matt is just, I just talk too much. So I've got to fill the void. So it's not me that talks too much. It's not me. <laughs> it's Matt talks too little, which means I've got to talk more. Because you know me, I'm a very quiet, introverted person. And so it forces me onto that. So, Matt, it's not me, it's you. <laughs> there you go. I didn't know whether I had a chance to talk again yet. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's it's uh, like couples counselling before yeah. <laughs> o'clock. Maybe that's the title of the podcast. <laughs> well, guys, thanks so much for taking us behind the scenes of your podcast. Is there anything you want to – do you know who your next guest is? Do you want to plug anything before we go or tell <laughs> the listeners anything before we, we go? We never know who the next, next guest is, Warwick. It's, um, it's a very, sometimes it's going to be a very last minute event, as you very well know. As, as you know today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, are you, what are you doing in five minutes, Warwick? <laughs> no, I think we, we're still, we, we've got a few guests' ideas. We had a couple of pitches, actually. That's, it's unusual for us. People saying, oh, actually, we want to come on. Yeah. Uh, we've had a pitch from somebody who was only on the podcast less than... I'm going to two say months less ago. Than two months ago. Yep. Yep. And so I said, "Well, geez, mate, you know, it's not that easy to get a, a Guernsey with us. You know, you're going to have to pitch us a pretty strong idea. Um, if you if you blow your your uh, your your your, your uh, chance by not having the right topic earlier on, that's not our problem, mate. So we might we might get them on. Uh, we've had a couple of politicians keen. Uh, look, we're open to any party, so you know, don't." You know, we're still waiting for the Greens to come. Um, so, Murray Watt, what's up, bro? Um, you know, invitation is still there. You get your people to talk to our people. 
Uh, they can talk to our media department, um, either of us. Uh, so we'll see that one. Because that would be an interesting one, because it will allow him to actually put out who he is, get a bit of personality across, if he can get a word in edgeways. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to work out, is Matt's screen frozen or is he just waiting to speak? Matt, do you I have something, I was just listening. No, well, we do, we, we kind of have in the back of our mind, we do have people we like to get on, uh, but, but sometimes it does take time to, you know, organise the right time. So there's no one, there's no one specifically scheduled for next, is there, Andrew? We've got a few that we're working on. We, we could say that's because, you know, we're, we're, we're too cool to have schedules and stuff and we're too cool for that. We're, we're, too, art, we're too art house for that. For, disorganized. It, it's just because we're disorganized and we haven't got around to it. There's uh, yeah, a, a few topics. I think we've over, what we generally look at is, well, not really the person, but what the topic is. Mm. And then we look for some, like that J, the J Framagethi one, yep. which I've just pronounced his name completely yeah, wrong. Uh, butchered a few times, Framagethi. There, yeah. there. Like I'm Scottish. I barely do English. Uh, but we got that idea because when I had COVID, I watched a documentary on Amazon Prime. And I just reached out and said, do you want to come on, mate? And he was like, yeah, cool. And then he didn't know what he was getting himself into. So, <laughs> so there you go. If you want to get on this podcast, go get a documentary on Amazon, on Amazon Prime. Prime. Amazon Prime. Yeah. Uh, might be a chance. You know who we should get on? That guy who was in this is this is another one of those sort of long bows travis fimmel from the vikings one yeah because well, he, 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 he comes he from, a from a farm yeah, he's from a he's farm at, yeah so i don't know if you should though andrew because that might cause, ruin cause, your no. your cohort of fans if, they, if you get travis fimmel on um i think he might he might be you know out outdone Oh, in looks, in looks, and everything else. There, I'll, so. I'll send you that picture of me in the gym. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so the uh, although we did have Andrew Glass on, and he looks like Hugh Jackman. He yeah, he does. He does look a lot like Hugh Jackman. I, I sent I sent a screenshot of that to a friend, and their reply was, "Who's the Dilf?" <laughs> <laughs> I thought, well, obviously talking about me, aren't you? But the guest is. <laughs> Uh, All right, well, we should stop anyway. there and people can listen to the sealed section of your uh, podcast if they want further information. But uh, guys, thanks for celebrating the two-year anniversary. I won't sing you happy birthday for licensing reasons, but um, congratulations and uh, I look forward to another couple of years, yeah? Thanks, Warwick. Thanks, thanks, thanks for coming on and interviews. Thanks for your support. And um, Warwick Long, I'll see you when you've got nothing on. Ciao for now.